Coruscant is a city in need of a hero, and today, we're going to meet that hero. Welcome to Coruscant Nights. Tonight, I'm back with Doug. Hello. Hello. Who are you playing tonight, Doug? I am playing Park, and Park is a Cather, which is sort of a sort of a cat-like person, but they're not that cat-like. They're depends pretty human -y. On, Depends on the yeah. source. Depends on the um, artistic representation. Yeah. Um, so whatever one you like, picture that. That's, that's Park. So yeah, Park's a cat person. Um, Park is, I think, kind of a bluish-gray color. Well, what's uh, what career and specialization did you choose? Okay. So... I said, uh, Park's a cat person, he's Cather, and his career is, he's a shadow? Yeah, he's a sentinel shadow. A sentinel shadow. So do we need to roll force die? Yeah. Let's do that. One, one light. One dark. Little Onderon. There have been reports of nighttime vandalism, street lights going down, Windows being broken, cars being broken into and smashed. Park is out doing his nightly duty. What is Park up to? Park is perched atop some scaffolding on a building in Little Onderon. A building being currently renovated by Future Forward Galactic. That's right. Park is hiding in a dark corner. He's got a pretty good view of a few blocks from here. He can see lights on in some homes above some shops. And there are a few shops that are still open. Um, there's just a, there's a corner store. Lights are still on. It, neon flickering in the window, advertising drinks and food. There's a local bar at the end of the street with uh, its open sign still on. It's pretty quiet tonight. Nothing much happening. Yeah, um, Park is uh, alone um, on his nightly routine. He does a lot of thinking and talking to himself. And he thinks to himself, quiet tonight, huh? We'll see how long that lasts. The, the city's quieter than, than it typically is tonight. But in the distance, he can hear the sound of approaching swoop bikes. The thrum of engines as they come down the street. And he can see the headlights off in the distance. They're just passing that bar now. And they're coming in park's direction driving a little fast aren't they better get a closer look and park leaps off of the scaffolding do you want to do an athletics check uh yeah where are you you're leaping from the scaffolding to where um he is gonna leap to the uh, closest building heading towards uh the direction those those spook bikes are headed okay are you using any of your your items Let's see. Yeah, I think I'll use one of my items. What are you going to use? Uh, Park has a a weapon, an item, an attachment called a whipcord thrower. Uh-huh. And he is going to use it to deploy some whipcord to uh, help him reach this building he's jumping towards. Let's just say you're proficient with it. What does that mean? You can, do, you can just do it. You're just going to you, let me do it? Yeah, if you're check. using it to attack people... Then we'll roll, but if you're using it just for this, 
then it's fine. If you uh, use it and then need to actually climb, maybe we'll roll something. Okay. Actually, let's just do an athletics check. Since it's assisting climbing, let's do an athletics. Uh, that is certainly something that I can roll a bunch and uh, ha- have like a, a mostly successful chance of succeeding. All right. So you are using your whipcord thrower mm-hmm. with an athletics check. Yeah. Let's do an average athletics check. Average. I don't know how often I should consider throwing my um, enhance into the mix for stuff like this. Probably just when it's actually like really hard to do. I mean, you can do whatever you want. Okay. All right. I failed. <laughs> I uh, I got two failures with four advantage. Okay, so I wouldn't. I would say you, you didn't fall, but you didn't uh, you didn't do exactly what you planned on doing. So what does it look like when Park does not make this jump? This thing that should have been cool. Yep. He shoots this cord and uh, misses what he was aiming for. He is wearing these big kind of goggle, I want to call them goggle noculars that help him see in the dark, help him see a little bit further. And they kind of, they kind of, as he jumped, they sort of fell down his face a little bit and obscured his vision. So his uh, whipcord uh, missed the mark. It just sort of went above the building and never, <laughs> and, and, until it kind of like fell and landed due to gravity. But he has, uh, I think they he's, retract. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of like hovers in the air and then falls and then retracts back into his uh, arm, but he jumped so far that he is going to uh, land another adjacent scaffolding that's on this building also. Okay, and probably quietly with the rest of your advantages. Yeah, very quietly. Uh, he looks around and says. Boy, I hope no one saw that. And then he starts running up some uh, steps that will lead to the top of this building. And as he gets to the top of it, he sees those three swoop bikes come in front of this little corner store. And the people that are on them, they're a Weeque, a Nikto, and a Klatuinian. They dismount from their, their swoops. The Klatuinian and the, the Nikto walk inside this, this corner store. And uh, the weak way stands outside the door uh, with his arms crossed. Hmm. I've seen this before. Yeah, I, I, I know what's going on. And uh, there's only one guy who can take care of a problem like this. He's got two thumbs. It's me. He's going to stealthily approach and get a better vantage point of the situation. Okay, do you want to roll a stealth check? Yeah, with a billion advantages... Because I'm on a roof in the middle of the night. All right. Yeah. You've got the uh, boost for darkness. You've got a boost for your location. And it is going to be against one purple. Okay. Looking for a triumph. All right. I got two successes and an advantage. Okay. So, so I'm, what do you I'm do? very well hidden. And I want to spend my advantage point to get a vantage point and I'm going to use my I have uh, actually what the goggles I was talking about wearing they are wait they're an um, actual thing yeah I bought them you bought them 
Yeah, I don't think I even <laughs> mentioned that I bought those. I have electro binoculars. Okay. And so with a couple like he's looking, he's got this vantage point, clicks a couple buttons, you a couple little um filters sort of change over the goggles and as they are changing, some of them are seeing the this vantage point in infrared. Mm-hmm. Some are like clear and normal and there's one that is is not quite infrared but it's like it's like night vision yeah um so yeah and he's able to see in there pretty well okay what are you looking to see just trying to confirm that something bad is about to happen before interfering with maybe these innocent people's uh evening yeah you see this guy you haven't seen this in a while, it's been a while since you've seen it. This guy's wearing a very particular leather jacket with a symbol that you recognize on the on the shoulder. Three scratches in red. <sighs> Rancors. God, uh, why did it have to be the Rancors? Been a while since uh, seeing them in these parts. Inside the store, there is a Kosian standing behind the counter. They are sort of a lizardy guy with a beak. And uh, a, a kind of a long, feathery beard. And it looks like the Klatuinian is uh, trying to shake him down for something. Mm, nope, not on my watch. Uh, this looks like a job for me. He is just going to kind of pivot his arm over, over the edge of this building and kind of drop over the side as silently as he can. Okay. So he's pretty much free-falling, heading towards the ground. And as he's falling, he's going to shoot his... Whipcord thrower? Yeah. Whipcord thrower up to sort of soften his fall to very, very soft on the ground. So I'll do another athletics check. Sure. Same difficulty. Success with three advantages. Okay. So you do it, and what do you want to do for those advantages? He lands perfectly softly, unnoticed on the ground, and it's pretty dark. And I want to use those advantages that I'm using for like a stealthy landing to mm-hmm. assist a stealthy approach to the um, guy with his arms crossed in front of this convenience store. Okay, I think with those three advantages, you you manage a stealthy approach without another check. Okay. The, the weak way is standing in front of the doors with his arms crossed. He's kind of looking around, whistling a little bit with his leathery lips. It's a little bit chilly. You can see the his breath in the night air illuminated by the the lights from inside the, the store. I want to I want to come up right behind this guy and pull him into the shadows. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna do our house rule? Or do uh-huh. you want to actually hit him i want to like really quickly dispatch this guy i think i can ensnare him in my with my whipcord thrower you would need to get advantages hmm. to do it so i kind of want to try you know what i'm just gonna hit this guy <laughs> okay i want to come up right behind this dude and just do a uh just a whack over the head Okay, so what I kind of want you to do is either roll stealth or melee, and then I want to describe what it looks like from the inside 
where the, the like the front of this building is all mm-hmm. windows. I want to yeah. know like what happens to this guy while these other two people are trying to shake down the guy who owns the place. Let's do. You want stealth? It could be stealth. So to clarify, our house rule is that it, with a successful stealth, we skip the combat of a minion and just knock them out. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm really into rules like that. Okay, so what's the difficulty? Um, what are you rolling? Stealth? Yes. Uh, one purple. Why only one? That's his vigilance. I got five successes with a threat. Okay, so inside this place, the Klaatuinian is pounding his fist on the counter and pointing with his other hand at this old Kosian behind the counter who is sort of cowering back a little bit. The... Nikdo is uh, going along the shelves trying to find a snack that he likes. He finds the, the perfect bag of Dathomirian Night Crispers and opens it up. Through the window, we see the Weequay just guarding the place. His back is lit by the lights on the inside, but everything else is dark out there. And uh, he's just sitting there, arms crossed. He's just sta- yeah, standing there, arms crossed. Standing there, and then all of a sudden, he is slowly lifted into the air arms uh, and legs start flailing and then he is pulled out of sight as quickly as he was lifted <laughs> and he he is nowhere to be seen now the Kosian behind the counter saw that happen with your threat and he opens his eyes wide and the Klaatuinian uh, turns to look as well and he doesn't see anything what do I want to do now the Klaatuian gives an order from inside that you don't hear, and the Nikdo starts walking towards the door. Okay. So, outside, this hench person mm-hmm. was uh, lifted into the air and dispatched. And they are currently tied to a light post yep. <laughs> outside. Pretty well illuminated, but they're about 20 feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. Park, I think Park is going to get back to the ground and he's gonna stand just on the left side of the front door trying to make himself flatten up against it and okay. i did kind of imagine this place had big windows in the front oh okay so i can't like hide in the front at yeah. all well okay. you could hide around the corner from the windows but uh uh-huh. but you'd yeah, probably yeah, yeah. be seen if you were right up near the door gotcha gotcha okay unless you have an idea for a light side point or something he doesn't really like have the ability to like grip the walls or something like a yeah. like some kind of some kind of ragazac, some kind of ragazac man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say that he is hanging just above the uh, above the doorway, out of sight, hanging from his whipcord thrower uh, arm. What do you think about that? Sure, that works for me. Okay. The Nikto walks to the door and opens it up. And looks left, and he looks right, and he says, Goro, Goro, where are you? And then he turns back in, and he says, hey boss, Goro's gone. And as he says that, I'm going to unloosen my whipcord thrower, and I want to f- try and fall right on top of this guy. Okay, roll brawl. And what's the difficulty? Uh, brawl's always two purples. Okay. I got one advantage. Okay. Roll initiative. Okay. So it's going to be cool for you. My cool. Oh, no. My cool is not good. Uh, 
well, hopefully it's better than them because their one die came up blank. Uh, three success. Okay, uh, so you're going first, and with your advantage on the previous check, you can probably you can have a boost or whatever you want. If there's another advantage you've got, I will take a boost. So Park lands very softly right behind this guy as he says, "Girl's gone." He's gonna say like, "He's not gone. He's hanging in there," and then he's going to. I want him to punch this dude. All as right. hard as he can. He want, I, I'm trying to send him flying back into the building. Let's see if I can do it. Okay. So you said um, Brawl is always too purple. Is Melee always too purple? Yep. Okay. And my Brawl and Melee rolls are all going to be exactly the same, so we actually hardly need to nip it. Alright, I got a two successes, one threat, and uh -huh. one of my successes is a triumph. Okay, so you got a triumph, and what is your brawn? My brawn is three. Three, four, five. And I have um, a shield gauntlet, which uh, gives me plus one to a brawl. Okay, so that's a total of six. What do you want to do with your triumph? I mean, you could totally knock one of them out. I This guy is done. Okay, w describe what happens. He's still here. He's just uh, hanging around. <laughs> he punches him in the back, right in the center of his back. He goes sailing back into the store. He passes through a hologram advertisement of a Mon Calamari dressed as a pirate. <laughs> and as he passes through the Mon Calamari hologram says, Yar, buy my snacks. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he crashes into a bunch of snack items, confectionery treats. They look to be some kind of disgusting seafood desserts. <laughs> the Klaatuinian, uh looks very surprised and he says, hey, what do you think this is? I'm going to get you. And he starts. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're going to get me. All right. <laughs> Well, he starts running towards you and he's gonna like try and knock into you with his shoulder knock you backwards okay oh he did so he runs at you he's a very big man and he hits you square in the chest with his shoulder it's gonna do four damage minus your soak yeah okay hey buddy haven't you heard of a little thing called personal space <laughs> The Kosian ducks behind the counter and just sort of peeks over it with his beady little eyes. Uh, I want to push this guy away, and then I want to try and use my whipcord thrower to ensnare his uh, feet. All right, so do that's a melee. Spend a, do I have to spend a strain to do that? No, we'll just count it as a melee, a melee check. Okay. And you're going to have to roll two advantages to trigger ensnare. Okay. And I'm going to flip my light side to add a boost. You, no, you uh, upgrade. Okay. Only played this game a hundred times. Yeah. Forgot. Okay. Uh, how many? <sighs> Two advantages. Two advantages? Yeah. Well, here's a problem. I got uh, three advantages, but I didn't get a success. No successes, but three advantages? Yeah. 
I already know what I'm gonna do. What? All right. What did you want to do? Um, if I just with my advantages and not succeeding. Yeah. He is aiming for this dude's feet to ensnare him, but instead shoots his whipcord thrower and punctures a bag of some kind of Death Mary Night Crispers, and he kind of whips the bag up and kind of rips it open right in this dude's face and there's kind of some reddish cheesy dust oh no no it's totally green it's got to be green okay some greenish um flavor dust that is in this guy's face kind of obscuring his his view oh my eyes (laughs) i thought you wanted a snack i thought that's why you were here he grabs at his eyes and tries to wipe them out and when he can't do that you see there's like he's his face is all covered in like green dust and there are little like tear streaks coming down the the through the dust and he's going to i think he's gonna try and like stomp you he's gonna try and stomp me yeah he's gonna like try and kick you in the chest okay out the door he's, he's gonna 300 me he's gonna what he's gonna this is sparta yeah me. he's right he's gonna sparta you so he goes to do that, and I think you just sort of, like, do a little sidestep shimmy, and his foot comes down hard on the ground. He has two mm, threats. Pardon me. <laughs> two threats. Do you have any ideas? As his foot comes down, it hits some kind of uh, cream-filled confectionery treat, <laughs> and he uh, slips and slides a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he slips, and he is uh, prone on the ground now. Park says, boy, this just isn't this guy's day. <laughs> Yeah, so he lands hard on his back. What's Park going to okay. do? Wow. It's just too easy now. I'm uh, going to flip a dark side point because you hear from behind the counter um, the Kosian saying, Hello, is this the clones? I've got intruders in my shop. Please come as quickly as you can. Oh boy, not those guys. Better wrap this up quick. And I do mean rap. And he's going <laughs> to shoot his whipcord thrower and Again. try and uh, wrap this dude up. So I'm going to do the same thing I tried to do before. Okay. Can I get a bonus because he is prone? Yeah, you get a boost uh, because he's prone. Okay, cool. And I really want to succeed, so I'm going to flip my light side and I'm going to upgrade again. Okay. I just want this to be nice and smooth. So, darn it. I succeeded. I think I'm just gonna, it's just gonna hurt him. <laughs> What's, uh... Unfortunately. I, cause I only got one advantage, but I got three successes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you knock him out. What does that look like? So you try to, you try I to... try and wrap him up, and I just keep shooting more and more whipcord at him. It's, it's too much, and it's not wrapping around him since he's just sort of laying on the ground. And I'm kind of slapping my arm like, come on, that, that's enough, that's enough. It's it's, it's not going to happen. And it shoots, like shoots flailing so much at this a little guy. Bit. <laughs> shoots so much at him, uh, and his flailing kind of stops, and he just lays limp on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, any landing you can walk away from, am I right? See you, boys. <laughs> and he slips out the front door. I really wanted him to grab a bag of snacks on the way out, but... I, I think he's done enough damage, uh, <laughs> taken enough from this poor shop owner, so he just leaves. All right, so he leaves to the sound of distant sirens approaching 
little Onderon. And I think he probably uses his uh, whipcord thrower to whoosh, get up to the top of one of the buildings. Yes. That's right. And where is he headed? It's getting pretty late. He heads out into the night, and it is quite late. And he does have to get up early in the morning. He's going to head back to his secret lair. So he's he uses the whipcord thrower for really long jumps, really long gaps between buildings and stuff, but he is really fast and good at running. So when he doesn't need to use it, he he can just leap very, very far. And he's in Little Andron, and he's heading back. And I'd say within probably less than 10 minutes, he's back home. All right. Climbs in through the window. Yeah, he's got to climb in through the window because mm -hmm. all of his uh, evening exploits are unknown to all of the others that he resides with. Do you need to do any sort of uh, quick mechanics checks on anything? It's pretty generous of you to remind me. And yes, I'm going to do a mechanics check on Park's armor. Park is wearing a reflect body glove and each time he takes damage um, it lowers the soak of his armor by one and he did take a little damage so let's do a mechanics check Park sits down at his desk and he puts his uh, body glove on the desk um, I imagine there are there's a handful of tools on the desk there's like a little uh, magnifying glass with a, a light behind it that he puts in front of him and grabs whatever tools he needs to to make this happen. Yep. Do you remember the difficulty of that check? Two. Yeah, it's two. Average. Yep. Um, I think he should get a boost for doing it in his his lair. Yeah, sure. His, be his bedroom where he's got all of his equipment. And success with three advantages. All right, so you did it. And yeah. Any ideas for those advantages? Quickly and quietly? Yeah, quickly and quietly. No one ever knew he was not in this room all night long. And it, it doesn't take as long as he as it usually does, so he is able to get to bed before it gets too, too late. All right. Park's alarm wakes him up nice and early. He wakes up to the sounds of how many? Thirteen. Thirteen siblings. Running yeah. around the house, getting ready for school. Oh no no! Too early. This is this is terrible. What does Park's morning routine typically look like? Opening his bedroom door to many um, children of all ages. There's a line to the bathroom. There's a line to the bathroom. He uh, opens the door and is instantly sprayed in the face with a. Uh, water blaster <laughs> but he is actually already brushing his teeth and just says uh, no don't stop yet don't stop yet and he kind of smiles and uh, a young child sprays some uh, toothpaste off his teeth with a water blaster <laughs> he sees one of his older brothers wearing a leather jacket walking down the stairs you can hear their convertible speeder peeling out uh i think you can see some before uh you see him walking down the stairs don't look at me you're not getting a ride fair enough it's all right i've got my own ride 
And, you know, I can catch way more bugs in my teeth on mine. He gets dressed pretty quickly. Doesn't even have time to stop in the bathroom. The line is too long. He grabs from uh, next to his bedroom door. And he, he's got his own room. Mm-hmm. He's one of the, the lucky ones. He's one of the the older of uh, children in the family. Is it in the attic? Yeah, it's in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the attic. So a lot of the other children don't want the room. Spooky. It's spooky. The younger children don't want it. And the older children have, like, more conventional rooms. So yeah, his, he's in the attic. Uh, as he's walking down the stairs to leave, he grabs his hoverboard. Parks and t- Parks a big nerd. His his room. It's got computer. It's got kind of a a work desk where he fixes his um, equipment and his and his armor. There are posters on the walls. Yeah, there's some band posters. Shendaza and the core drivers. Shendaza and the core drivers. And a- any other bands? Uh, Manchana and the Manxes. John and the Manxes, one of his favorites. It's that hard rock throat singing. Yeah, he's in, he's into music and stuff. He's not the coolest, but he's also he's kind of the coolest. <laughs> he's got a hoverboard. Did I say that? Yep. I think you you head through the kitchen and uh, some toast pops up out of the toaster, and you grab it before some little kid grabs it, and they go, "Hey!" Yeah. Uh, no time to argue with you. First come, first serve. Early bird catches the nightcrawler. <laughs> of course, not a nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's gonna peel out onto the road on his hoverboard. Let's get an easy piloting planetary. planetary. Guess I forgot to buy piloting planetary. There's a lot. This is this is pretty like. There's a lot this character is supposed to be good at. Okay, I got three successes with two advantages. All right, so that was that happened. You passed the old Bogdan house. I use my two advantages to uh, go off of a jump and over a fence, and it's a shortcut that he only takes if he has gotten uh, at least six hours of sleep. I'm gonna flip a dark side point over because uh, as you. As you go over that fence, you remember that you do have a test today. Oh no! Let me think. What's the test on? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a random skill with my eyes closed. Nope. That, oh, it's yeah. It's it's kind of weird. It's it's actually it's not a test. You're you're doing like the uh, the clone course in gym, the clone training course. Oh, the clone fitness exam. <laughs> yeah, it's the clone fitness exam. It's going to be a coordination check. Uh, yeah, the clone fitness exam, mm, no problem for, for a guy like me. I can handle that. If you do well enough, you get the Senator's Award. The Senator's Award. Almost everyone gets the Senator's Award. Yeah, I think I'm going to get the Senator's Award. <laughs> All right, no so big what, deal. So Park makes it to school. I think it's still fall so it's chilly at night but a little bit warmer in the day you maybe with your shortcut and your advantages uh you get there before your older brother in his convertible actually no he'd probably be going to college if you're 17 or work yeah he's gonna work he probably works at he probably works at like 
You know what? He probably works at the mechanic shop that. Uh... Yeah. So yeah, he he went to work at uh, Dongo's, mm-hmm. the uh, mechanic shop in Little Onderon. So uh, he took a shortcut. He's not gonna be late. Yep. Pulls up to Little Onderon High. Sure. Lots of people go to yeah. this school. Lots yeah. of different types of people, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Humans, Duros, a lot of humans. It's a little Onderon. Um, mm-hmm. But like Duros, Athorians, just you name it. They go to this school. Yeah. And Park blends in pretty well. He kind of slips under the radar for a lot of uh, people. Doesn't get in too much trouble. Is doing well enough in school to not, you know, be on, be on anyone's radar. So what does it look like? I'm going to... Have, have you ever had a school like this described before no so we just know all we know is that it's like it's attached to the grade school okay probably by just like one hallway so this is coruscant so it does not look like a normal school on earth Uh, i think it's kind of a it's it's a tall tall building you know not as tall as like a hundred floor skyscraper but it is kind of like a egg-shaped with a big open archway and tall steps that walk up into this kind of oval-shaped arched door. And all the students are walking up these steps into the main entrance. And once they get inside, there are many hallways, classrooms, um, steps that go up. There are some big elevators that can fit a lot of students that travel up into this sort of oval egg-shaped building and today's one of those garbage days where you have jim like second yeah the heck (laughs) i'm 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 not in the mood for this so what's your first class oh what yeah so my first class is one of my favorite classes and it's um astronomy and, and astrogation okay and we spend uh, the class in a large lecture hall, and there's probably about 200 students in it. Mm-hmm. And there are holographic projections of different um, galaxies, and sometimes it's just uh, our galaxy, and it's focusing on the different quadrants and the different regions. And Park finds it all really interesting. It's a kind of an escape from the from the everyday concerns, which are this very local little Onderon. Yeah, the uh, teacher is an Asogian. They've got kind of a long head with really long arms, more of like a torso. It's like a torso with teeny tiny legs on the bottom. Long head, long arms, long fingers, and he just like spends the whole uh, class just talking about interesting things so he he doesn't have like some of the other teachers use like laser pointers or something uh this guy um like has this like glowing finger that he he points at what whatever he's showing it's a good class um is he pointing out coruscant and is he calling it home (laughs) yeah today's lesson was about various species home worlds and uh he points out his his home world and says home all right so second period's gym great thanks for listening to another episode of coruscant nights 
Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. For more info on this show and our other podcasts, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Doug for playing on these episodes. You can find Doug's art at voidboy.art. Like the show and want to help us out? Send us a copy at ko-fi.com slash Nights. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Nights. Or leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher.